Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and for those of you who are listening on uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, this is, well, <laughs> blank. Okay, for those of you listening on Blog Talk Radio, uh, this is House Radio with blog or with Dr. Eileen, with blogging Eileen. Have you ever had one of those days? Well, I've had like a whole week of it, but that's okay. Uh, and for those of you who are joining me on YouTube, uh, welcome. This is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. So if you are listening on Blog Talk Radio, I will not be able to answer comments. So if you, if you call in, I won't be able to um, interact with you just because since I'm doing both of these at the exact same time. But please, please, please uh, comment if you would like me to get in touch with you. Uh, you can leave me your contact information or you can uh, send an email and uh, you can do so uh, through either um, my, my uh, email address. Uh, you can use dr. Eileen, A-Y-L-E-E-N, at the-healing-house.com, or you can log on to Facebook to our group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen, and you can leave me a message through that. So there's a couple of different ways for you to reach me. And so for those of you on YouTube, um, hi. And it is, um, like I said, it's been kind of a crazy week. And I've been working with a lot of different people on the idea of happiness. And happiness, um, it, it seems to be that it kind of can sometimes fall into that place of it being a privilege and not happy. And whatever it is that makes us happy, I mean, it's, you know, that whole idea, you know, as, as as long as it brings harm to no one, you know, go for it. And where is it that we can find those places of happiness? Now, for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, you will notice that I've got a big stuffed bear next to me. And, yes, this, this bear is a part of my office. And um, I he, he's, like, large. And for those of you listening on the radio, um, he's big and he's sort of light brown and I just, I adore him. His name is Arby. And he is very helpful to me because sometimes we all get those days when we just need to sit and hold a teddy bear. And I actually have a lot of people who come in to see me and they'll notice him sitting in the corner and they'll ask if they can hold him. Or, you know, I'll just get the feeling that, you know, they need to, connect with something, something soft, something, you know, just gentle, a very gentle energy. And so I'll just pick him up and put him next to them. And often they'll just kind of hold on to him. And, 
You know, I've had big burly guys in here holding on to my giant teddy bear. But that is a way to find happiness is just if you can, you can find something you can hold to that is safe. And it, that can be kind of hard to find sometimes. And it can be hard to find those places where you can just be happy. And sometimes we figure, well, okay, I'm allowed to be happy as long as everybody else is happy first. And I, I need to hold off on my happiness because I've got to take care of all these other people. And that's not, not a good way to look at it. It is a way, and if it's your way, and I know for a very long time it was my that my happiness had to wait until everybody else was happy, that it was my obligation to say, no, you know, I, I can't put my happiness before the happiness of someone else. If someone else needs me, I have to be there for them, which has its own light and shadow pieces. Uh, the, the light side of it is that, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I get a lot out of being there for people. I get a lot of enjoyment out of of giving of my time and, and you know, when somebody and they're in a real bad way and I can talk to them and then, you know, it's kind of, it gentles the process for them. Or maybe they're stuck on, on some spiritual question or, or they're concerned about a health question and I can sit and break it down for them and say, okay, you know, this is, you know, what did your doctor say? Okay, here's the translation. And to be able to help them figure out ways that they could feel more empowered. And, you know, that's a wonderful thing. And I really love that. The problem is when it becomes more important than my well-being, than my happiness. Because it, it, it takes a little time not to feel selfish doing that. And I know how that feeling of selfishness kicks in when, oh, my gosh, I'm taking care of myself and I'm not taking care of somebody else. But we have to do that. We have to embrace the fact that we need time. We need attention. We need our compassion. And we deserve happiness. Being happy is a right as far as I'm concerned. It's not a privilege. It's not something you have to earn. It's not something you have to wait until someone tells you it's okay for you to be happy. So, but I'm suggesting is that you consider the fact that maybe you are feeling a little bit down or maybe you're feeling a little bit stuck because you've shifted your happiness into something that you have to earn, that you have to get the okay, that it's all right for you to take care of yourself. It's all right for you to devote time to what you need. And, you know, maybe the giant teddy bear is a part of my reminder that sometimes I just need to do something for me. And it is, you know, it, it may be kind of silly to have a giant teddy bear, but is it clear to have a giant teddy bear that you can hug when you feel like you need to? Then it is to sit and just be unhappy when you don't have to, to feel like you don't have a right to be happy, to feel like that, you know, it doesn't matter. You have every right to be happy. And it doesn't mean that you're being selfish because you choose to follow something that is important to you. You know, I I totally get it. I understand. 
I understand what it feels like to have a sense of duty and to have a sense of responsibility. And it is a wonderful thing you can have that. And just balance it with with having some fun. Balance it with something that pleases you and doesn't necessarily please anybody else. Allow yourself that maybe you need to spend an afternoon just sitting and doing nothing. You know, personally, my my little guilty pleasure, which I'm totally not don't feel guilty about, is playing video games. <laughs> Honestly, I love playing video games. And one of the things that I enjoy other than playing video games is going on YouTube and, you know, other people who are so much better at them than I am, watching them play the video games. And I like that. It, it relaxes me. It, it's sort of like going on a fun little journey, like, you know, I'm sitting there and this person is sitting next to me and they're playing this game and, you know, and, it, and it's a lot of fun. Well, that's one of the things that I do for my happiness. Does it have to make sense to anybody else? No. Does anybody else have to agree with it? Not at all. It is me and my me time that I enjoy video gaming. And it is for you to figure out what is it that you enjoy. What is it that you enjoy that maybe no one else gets? It's like, well, why do you like to do that? Or, you know, maybe it's it's polka dancing. Maybe it's skydiving. Maybe it's, um, you know, cooking unusual foods. Maybe it's quilting. Or or maybe you like to go and, and watch glass-blowing demonstrations. Whatever it is that you like to do, you don't have to justify doing it. You don't have to say, well, you know, I love to go to a thimble museum because, um, you know, it's historic or, or because of this or because of that. If it pleases you, do it. Enjoy it. If somebody says, well, why are you doing that? Why, why are you, you know, going to a quilting bee or, or why are you going to a plant store? I know a lot of people who really, really, really enjoy just going and walking around plant stores. And if somebody says, well, why don't you do that? It's like, well, it pleases me because it makes me feel good, because I enjoy it. But the thing is, because is an answer all on its own. Well, why do you like doing that? Because. And leave it at that. Because you don't have to justify it to anyone. You don't have to create a reason you know if you have a favorite outfit and people it's like wow why did you wear that or you know why do you like wearing that because because it's your right to because it doesn't have to impress anyone but you it doesn't have to change anything in your life just do what you want i mean your responsibilities will still be there they'll still be waiting for you and if you can just enjoy yourself for a few minutes, this, there's a whole lot of very heavy energy. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the world, in the natural world. There's all kinds of political stuff. There's always stuff happening that is going to somehow weigh you down. And we went from an eclipse, 
which is about that that aspect of shadow overriding and you know everything seeming or appearing dark from our perspective to the equinox the autumn equinox where at this point it transitions to the days getting shorter to uh, you know it being darker earlier I mean it doesn't happen all at once in a minute but it does gradually happen and it's during this time that a lot of people experience uh, seasonal affective disorder which is basically that you know because of the lack of light and you know because it's turning into a colder sort of you know more you know subtle type of energy you know and that can actually figure or trigger people to go into depression. And if you do suffer with that, I'm really sorry. And I hope that you're getting help. I know that there's a lot of things that, that people do. There's full spectrum lighting. There's, you know, there, there's just a lot of different things. So if, if you are experiencing that, please talk to somebody, consult with someone, because there are ways that can make it a little bit more bearable for you. So as we're going into this, this sort of time of less light, this time of, you know, with shorter days, you feel like you're not getting as much done maybe. And when you have the opportunity, when, and I mean whenever you have the opportunity, especially right now, to do something that pleases you, to do something that lifts your spirits, to do something that helps kind of restore your balance, it really doesn't matter what it is. Just go ahead and do it and, and enjoy doing it. Don't feel guilty about doing it. You know, like the, you know, if, if it brings harm to none, why not? And, you know, and if it's something that, you know, maybe might be a little bit harmful to somebody, it's like, no, you know, that's, and that's not about finding happiness. You know, someone might say, oh, well, um, if you have, uh, you know, if you have something that, you know, you get somebody who's an unpleasant person and they just, like going out and saying mean things to people. It's like, well, that's not the same because that's not even giving happiness. Creating pain does not is not something in and of itself. It creates something. It may give somebody a moment of satisfaction, a moment of feeling powerful, but it really isn't happiness. We're talking about that good feeling, you know, wrap it on a cold day, wrapping a blanket around you that just came out of the dryer type of feeling. It's getting to spend the whole day in your pajamas, you know, maybe eating that favorite cereal that you used to enjoy when you were a kid. Maybe it's that, you know, watching that movie that always makes you laugh. Maybe it's it's going to a, a plant store, or maybe it's just sitting outside on a lawn chair and reading a book. Or maybe it's going to an amusement park and, and you know, riding on the rides and, and seeing, you know, the, the sun setting over the ocean. I mean, we have uh, the Santa Cruz Park, which is or the Beach and Boardwalk, which is an amusement park. And there's all kinds of rides there. And then you sit and you watch the ocean. And it, it, whatever it is that gives you happiness, maybe it's going to a batting cage and just you know, knocking out several or going to course, you know, and, and practicing your putting or going to a video arcade that you haven't been to since you were a kid and playing that little Space Invaders machine that's always in the back corner. What is it that makes you happy? 
And don't justify it. Don't, it's like, well, I used to enjoy this. It's like, well, would you enjoy it again? Well, you know, I can't do that because of this and because of this. It's like, well, maybe there are legitimate reasons. Maybe, maybe you used to love going to Coney Island when you were little, when you lived on that side of the country. And so, okay, you can't quite get to Coney Island, but maybe you can go to the boardwalk and maybe that'll feel about the same. Uh, maybe you used to love to skydive, but, you know, you can't afford to go. Or, or maybe, you know, physically you've got something going on with you that you can't do that. Okay. How close can you get? How able are you to be able to say, you know what, I can't have that, but this also makes me happy. And one of the things that is a concern or is kind of like a red flag warning is when you stop finding joy in things that you once found joy in. Uh, maybe it's cooking. Maybe, you know, you haven't been able to really get in the kitchen and cook something or bake something like you've always liked doing or that you used to do. Whatever it is, find that place where you are able to claim your to happiness because, honestly, it doesn't matter what you choose doesn't matter what it is that that brings you that place of well-being of of feeling like gravity weighs a little less on you of being able to talk to somebody who also enjoys it and and finding that that kind of fun feeling of camaraderie and and fellowship you know maybe you know you are a total Xbox fan and you find somebody else who loves the same type of games that you do on Xbox and then you start talking about it. And then, you know, you just enjoy it. And maybe it's just quietly holding on to a bear. Maybe it's just, you know, just remembering that when you were little, you always looked at, like, at, at an, a carnival or an amusement park. And you saw the great big bear prize. And you never could quite win it. I don't know. Maybe that's part of why I like Arby. And... You know, maybe it is because when I was little, I always used to dream about walking away with the big giant bear, you know, from the carnival, and I never got to win one. So now I have a big giant bear that, I mean, not like the big, big giant bear, but, you know, he's big enough. He, he would have, you know, been one of the top prizes at the carnival or at the amusement park, and now... I have him and I can sit and I can think about those wonderful days when I used to think that there was nothing better than going to an amusement. And a little part of me gets to go back to that. A little part of me gets to remember how magical it felt. I mean, you know, if if you were a kid and you had a chance to go and, you know, go to an amusement park, remember how exciting it was or how scary it was. And he sort of brings that back for me. And I don't know what other people are experiencing when they, you know, if, if they just, but I can just see them relaxing into it. I can see them. They seem to feel freer talking to me about things, about maybe something that was sort of, you know, clamping them down. It allowed that child inside of them to feel safe because there was this big, wonderful toy 
that they could just hold. And, and he is, he is tremendously soft and people just love to, you know, hold on to him sometimes. And maybe they don't say a word, but they experience something that helps bring them back into a place of balance. And if happiness can be found just by holding on to a bear or at least a little in that heavy energy, then, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it. It's worth having him around. Sometimes if I'm sitting here, you know, maybe I talk to him. And while, yeah, I mean, he doesn't physically talk back, I do get a feeling of that he's listening. And I don't know how many of you had a favorite stuffed animal when you were young and how important that stuffed animal was to you. And I remember, you know, all my old stuffed animals when I was little and how my absolute favorite was this big black cat that I don't know how many of you saw um, the old Laverne and Shirley show, but Shirley had this cat she called Boo Boo Kitty. And I had a identical cat that someone had given me as a gift. And, and, you know, it was, it was my Boo Boo Kitty. And I just called it Kitty. And one day, and I mean, and I had it from childhood into high school. And one day I came home and our new dog had just torn it to pieces. And I was devastated. I was so hurt. And I was so angry because I felt like an essential part of my happiness was taken from me. And, I mean, it's, it's a dog. It's a puppy. And puppies are going to do what they do. So, I, you know, after that, I didn't really get too many stuffed animals. And then I started, you know, because I do have a, a very warm spot in my heart for stuffed animals. I love stuffed animals. And I keep them around my office because they're just fun. And if I'm working with a child, they they love, you know, seeing the stuffed animals. I've I've had, you know, little kids while I'm working on maybe their mom or their dad and they're wrestling with, with the animal on the floor. So the idea of finding something that is going to allow you a little bit of happiness, that'll allow you that little bit of opening into what is possible if you can let go of the sadness for one and let go. And, and I know that that can be a very hard thing. It can be a very complicated thing, depending on what's going on. But you can be able to get a break by claiming your right to be happy, because it is your right to be happy. You don't owe it to anybody to allow or surrender or, or, or devalue what it is that makes you joyous for no other reason than because you enjoy it. Maybe other people don't understand it. Maybe, maybe the people around you don't get it. So find people who do get it. Find people who do say, hey, that is the coolest thing. Um, maybe it's, you know, flying a kite. I mean, when was the last time most of us flew a kite? Uh, it, it, it's well, and you know I don't really live someplace where it's easy to fly a kite because you know I'm up on a mountain and there's tons of trees and you know when it gets windy usually things are being flung around branches and all of that stuff. But if you live somewhere where you could fly a kite, maybe you like flying kites. Maybe you like walking and and you know feeding koi the little koi food in a pond. Or maybe you like to meditate, or maybe you 
just like to go onto a playground and ride the swing and not feel self-conscious because, well, I'm a grown-up and I'm on the swing and this is, this is not okay. The heck it's not. It is okay. If that's what makes you happy. And, and if you haven't tried that in a while, I suggest you try it. I mean, you may feel a little uncomfortable at first, but once that feeling comes back, that, that back and forth and the wind blowing past you and you kind of lean back a little bit and that little thought in the back of your mind, wow, maybe I could make it all the way up and around. Or maybe, you know, do I want to try jumping off? I mean, probably not, depending on, you know, what's going on with you. But you can think about it. You can remember what it felt like. Yeah, it's there's magic all around us. And a part of that magic is the ability to be happy and the ability to find things that make us happy. And I really hope and pray that you find something that makes you happy. Not because somebody else tells you, well, okay, you can have time off for you to be happy. Just claim it. Just pick one thing, one single thing that you can embrace and that you can just do because it pleases you. Maybe you go and, and you buy yourself a bear and you put it somewhere and, and say, okay, that's my bear. And my bear and I are going to watch TV together or, you know, you're going to, you know, you have something that you keep at the office that, you know, you can just kind of maybe a little stuffed animal you put on a shelf or maybe one of the tabletop games with the little ball that clicks back and forth that used to drive me crazy. But whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you want to do, just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and embrace it. Allow yourself the opportunity to figure out what it is that makes you happy and make time for it. Make time for you. Because when you have a chance to at least every once in a while to go and find happiness and to be happy and to find joy, you know, sometimes those, those moments get few and far between. So anytime you can get a moment like that, grab onto it with both hands. And at least enjoy it for a little while. Because honestly, happiness is a right. It's your right. It doesn't have to be a privilege. And whatever it is that you choose to do, just do it because it pleases you. You can always be there for everybody else. You can always still devote a lot of time to what other people need. I do. I spend a lot of time working with other people and being there for other people and talking with people. And I still find time to, you know, during the day, maybe during my lunch, I'll just sit and I'll put Arby next to the bed or next to me on the couch. You know, I have my couch here. And, you know, I'll, I'll just sit and I'll look at a video that I really enjoy, or I'll look up some information that I really like, or maybe I'll just look up some comic strips and and read the comics from the day. Whatever it is, whether big or little, if it makes you happy, go for it. So thank you for joining me, and thank you for sharing this space, and I hope it brought you some happiness, or at the very least, I hope it opened you to the possibility that there is something out there that can make you happy. 
And if you're having a real big problem with it, it's either due to seasonal seasonal affective disorder, which I find really, you know, strange that that doesn't mean that that spells out sad because, you know, yeah, we all get sad. And if you're going through a sad time, I'm sorry. And maybe you don't feel like trying to be happy because you're in, you know, in a place that's really hard. If you are, I, I really wish the best for you. And I know that you can make it through it and find some help. Get some help with it. You don't have to sit in it. You don't have to try to bolster yourself up with, you know, it's like, well, no, if I am happy. No, you're not. You're just acting. Be happy. And if you need help with that, reach out. Because there's a lot of people who can help you. So I will be back next week. And I will be on both YouTube and Blog Talk Radio. And for those on Blog Talk Radio, if you'd like to actually see what I look like, if you'd like to actually see what Arby looks like, then uh, go to the YouTube channel for Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And for those of you on YouTube, I would love it if you appreciated this, if you appreciate my other videos, that you would like, share, comment, because I love reading comments and I will answer them, and subscribe. I thought that it would be very cool because with YouTube, there's certain things that kind of open up once you get 1,000 subscribers. And while I know that I like a lot, um, it happens one at a time. And right now we've got 40, which means we only need 960 more. And so I would really love it if you would subscribe. And if you think that anything that I've said or anything that I've shared would be valuable to anyone, then please share. You can visit my Facebook page, which is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. It's a group. And so, you know, you can see things that I post. I do a thought of the day every day on Twitter, every morning, Twitter. And you can connect with me there. So whatever way you choose to connect, yeah, I hope you do. And if there's a particular topic or subject that you would like me to cover, then please feel free to let me know because I would love to address things that are, are important to you. Um, I will be, for those of you in the Bay Area, uh, tomorrow night I'm leading a Druid celebration of uh, Alban Alfred, which is Light of the Shore, which is the Autumn Equinox celebration. And I am also this Sunday going to be doing a Sunday service right here at the Center for Creative Living, which is at 1460 Cole, K-O-L-L, Circle. And we're Sweet C, and you just park around the back. So uh, this will be starting at 630 tomorrow night. And uh, the Sunday services always start at 10 a.m., uh, give or take 10 or 15 minutes, but uh, you can come there and hear me speak. And if you come up to me and say that you are either a blog talk radio listener or that you are a YouTube listener or viewer, then I will give you a free copy of my book and I will even sign it for you. So uh, thank you for joining me and as always, I wish you balance, 
and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.